man, you said I didn't realize you had so many so many kids. So I doing my own research on you, something that, you know, sparked a little bit of interest and something that was inspirational as well is that you started this company. Well, started your companies with with your son, Cody. So I'm guessing that's your oldest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then yep. and then you've had uh Nathan join the join the ranks as well. Is that the like the second oldest there? You said you had like the 32 and the 28. No, my daughter Maddie, which she my my daughter Maddie, she's 28, and then okay. my my son Nathan is 24. Okay. Um, yeah, they've been with us through through the days Michigan. They both ran; those two ran Michigan, um, you know, basically on their own. When I say that, they we our our manufacturing and um, distribution and you know and whatnot was ran in Michigan, uh, by them. My son Cody was living out there for about two years. Yeah, we were doing, uh, Michigan was about 80 million a year and wow. those two kids were running it. It was amazing. You know, I, I spent a lot of time on flying super proud of those guys. And so now with, with this company, um, Nathan, Nathan, uh, has since now been a partner with our store so it's myself and cody and nathan which are third partners on our store and nathan runs runs that entirely and then he also um is part of our manufacturing in southern california as well and then my daughter she's behind the scenes in sales and and uh marketing as well it's a family business yeah yeah yep it's it's super blessed i'll be honest with you i've uh, we were talking about it the other day and my son and i have been partners for 13 years now um 50 50 partners started off that way and to this day we still are and we were talking about it and and i said man you know the we 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 have disagreements here and there but our last really you know big disagreement was probably three years ago, three or four years ago. And we spend every single day together. We live like five minutes. We used to live next door to each other for three years. Now we live about five minutes away from each other. He moved and then I moved five minutes from him. And, um, and we're, we're always together. And it's, it's the greatest thing ever, honestly. It's uh, that's amazing. Like I said, that's inspirational. I hope to have that same type of relationship. My oldest actually came to me the other day, and we've been having. He's twelve now, and been having conversations, and he's been starting to have conversations about you know what he wants to do and stuff. And he's really good and does great academically. And um, my whole thing is, you know, I always tell my sons, you know, I I want you to to learn from the mistakes I've made and be able to become better and take the, take the stuff I've done, learn from it. And if that can help you get a shorter path to, to success, then, then learn from it and do that, man. And, and, you know, he came to me the other day and he told me that he wants to, cause I've, I am involved in cannabis as well. And he came to me dad and he was like, dad, I want to be a scientist, but, but I want to be a cannabis scientist and I want to learn more about it. And, and and making things. It did, man. It gave me chills. It almost made me want to cry as well. Like it was just so emotional. Yeah. All all the emotions right there. I was like, man, I said, 
I told him, I was like, I'm so, I said, that's amazing. I said, whatever, whatever you want to do. I said, even if it's not that, I said, but that's, that's amazing. I said, anyway, I can help support you. And we had a little conversation about it and even showed him some schools that have programs and stuff. And it was just, it was a special moment. That's, and, that's huge. It's huge. I mean, think about, you know, when, when, when my son came to me, he was in his last year of college and wanted to, to start growing cannabis. And to this day, he has never smoked a cigarette. He's never smoked weed. He's never nothing. I mean, he drinks, you know, he's 30, he'll be 33 in August, but just, just, you know, at first it was the emotions that I had were, man, we're talking about just, you know, at that time, you know, we were kind of on the, the caregiver's side. You remember all that? And yeah man, this is a, just a rocky road, but I knew, I knew how he was and, and very driven. And, you know, so we went through a lot of rocky stuff. I'm not going to lie. You know, we went through these, these problems of being raided and having a delivery service and being robbed and at gunpoint. And these are things that, that, you know, I'm so thankful to get through and be a part of his life and, you know, and going through these things, but man, I never wish this on anybody. And, just the fact that we're we're in a different time where you're sitting with your 12 year old and you're talking about cannabis it, like i said it literally gives me chills and yeah it's just if you can capture that you know and and have that type of relationship i can't describe it i'll be honest with you i cannot describe it and, and i just you know i did a podcast with the guys over at cannabis 101 and i don't know why honestly Pretty much any podcast that I've done and, you know, and then I've had my own podcast for a few years, but mm-hmm. when I start talking about my kids and, and being able to work together, it's, it's a, it's a tough, I'm so fortunate. I, I can't, you know, I, I tried to do business with my, with my father in the last, mm-hmm. when my son approached me, I was working as the president of my, my father's company and it was never anything inspiring to me. I mean, you know, he had 40 years in this business and, and all I, all I came in to do was just wind it down. And I was in, in the you know phase of a divorce and, and whatnot. And so it just, it worked out for me at that time, but I knew it was never going to be, it was nothing that I aspired to be in. And, um, you know, and I worked well with my father's, you know, on that, on that end of it, but I just, I enjoy work. I, I enjoy being with my kids. I've, I've had kids since I was just turned 22. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned 22 in May and my son Cody was born in, in August and I've never not had kids since then, but I'm one of those people that I, I love every minute with my kids and they go everywhere. You know, I've, I've never, I've never had that feeling of like, Oh my God, I can't do this because my kids, Yeah, you know, so, but you know, and I get it. I have friends that should have never had kids and I, and I understand that as well, but um, yeah, I, I, I just love it. And so when you're talking about having conversations with your 12 year old, like that's, that's me. And that's the conversation and, you know, having conversations and, and telling my kids like, look, I've made fucking mistakes that you should never have to make in your life. And I gladly lay them out because yes. I don't want them, you know, and like, just like you said, if I can make your path shorter and quicker, 
this is this is what I'm here for. Exactly. And um, done our job so as a father. You, yes, and for you to be having that conversation with you know with your kids, and it, it's like that's a that's a huge parenting thing right there. Hats off to you for for that because parenting is tough. I, I you know it is tough, but it is, man. it's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. But you know there, there's this thing. I'm a father first and a friend second, and I'm super fortunate to have been through this process and still going through it yet again. Now having my kids as young adults and friends, and still being a father is just it's, it's amazing. You're gonna yeah, you're gonna love it. Absolutely. I, I, I do. I've been, we share a similar story. I'm, I'm actually, I'm only 33, became a, became a dad. I was 21, just a couple months away from turning uh, 22. Okay. I've loved every minute of it though. Um, I spent my, my sons are, I, I am a father first. You said, it, you said it very well, father first, friend second. I'm looking forward to those days. Um, and I, and I love it as they've grown up, you know, the, the baby years are fun and all, but as they've gotten older, how our relationship has grown and, just watching them become young men and it challenges you yeah. every day to, to be a better man yourself as well, uh, because of just that relationship that you have with them. And it's, it's, those eyes are looking at you. Of... <laughs> go ahead. No, I was saying those eyes are always looking at you. Oh, always looking at you, man. Oh, they are, they are and imitating <laughs> all the time. And, uh, it's, be- it's, be- it's better than any mirror ever. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Let's get back on. I want to, so you, your son came to you with the idea. I did, I did my own little bit of looking and I just want to ask if it was, you said you guys did your delivery service. You started it all with, with the, with the sale of some dirt bikes. Am I right? That's that, that is correct. That's correct. As I, as crazy as it sounds, that, that is the truth. To a fully self-funded, right? You guys are self-funded. Never, no outside Correct. investors, just a family-run business. Never, you know, never have had a dime. And I've said that a million times and I'll say it a million more. We've never had one dime. I've never taken a loan, nothing. I'm sitting in my office right now, which is funny because my son and I, and I have always shared an office. And so everybody else has their own offices and him and I are in a, I think this is a 10 by 12. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the picture on the wall, one of the pictures is uh, is our first six plants in the garage. How we did it, I have no idea. But I used to smoke, you know, I smoke more weed than ever. I've never grown anything, never grown anything, and let alone to have, you know, six plants turn into, you know, at that time we had no no idea what we were in for. But to to turn that into a hundred fifty million dollar a year business and be in multi-states and, you know, and never have taken a dime from anything at all, not even a MasterCard, which, you know, we can't do anyways, but right. yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And then you right below 13 that years, picture, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Right above that picture, that was what? No, no. And that's funny because I'm looking at this and right below is, I don't know if you ever watched the movie Miracle, but um, that's, that's uh one of our favorite movies were, were hockey players and whatnot, mm-hmm. but uh, our, our attorney, which is in house has his own office, but he gave Cody um, a fully signed miracle picture with all the, 
that team signatures, which sits below the the other picture, which is kind of ironic. But anyways, yes. So 13 years ago, you said $150 million a year now. That well, we were we were 150 million a year when we were when we had TV and when we sold TV two years ago, and yeah. now we're now we're on on to Gelato, which is Gelato, yeah, far farly exceeding anything that we did. Uh, what made you California sell with TV? You know, we um, we were approached multiple times and multiple times by this company, and and we were never. We were never looking to sell per se. We were always looking to grow. And and at that time, you know, we were in three states and going into the fourth state. And we just said, you know, this company really uh, courted us quite well. And we we really felt like for us to go to that next that next level we needed to be a part of a bigger picture and a bigger team. And it just, it was one of those things. And, uh, you know, this, this, this company came again a couple years after the first time and, and they really, they wooed us in on that. And, and um, we didn't, we didn't want to leave the company. We, we negotiated the deal. They wanted us on for five years to run the company. 100% and we retained 100% of the rights to run the company. And, and so when we had the offer, we went to our team and um, we pulled our main team in and said, this is where we're at. If anybody does not want to sell, we're not leaving the company. Um, we won't sell the company. We did. We had no needs to sell the company other than we just wanted to be the biggest that we could be. And, and that was, that was how it took place. And everybody said, yes, let's do it as long as you're staying on. And, and so we did very rough, rough situation, very rocky. Um, once we got through the first stage of the sale, um, and it just kind of went south from there, to be honest with you. We, we found out that there were a lot of underlying, you know, things that had taken place and company wasn't what we thought it was. And then we were kind of in a sticky situation. In all honesty, it was probably the roughest, the roughest year and a half of my life and Cody's life and everybody around us. And, um, and then we had gotten ourselves into a position that we couldn't, not that we couldn't get out of it, we could. And, and in the, in the end, we, uh, we realized that this company was failing miserably. And so we offered to purchase the company back and that wasn't an option on their end. So we did a forced buyout and, um, that was it. And we left and that company has since failed miserably. Oh, that's sad to hear. What happened to the team over there, you guys? I mean, because you said you had an original team, and you went with to them with the option of like, you know, if you if you don't want to sell, we're not going to sell. So they must have been with you for a while then on on the buildup of all this. Yes, yes. So the majority have been with us for at a minimum of five years, and Vanessa and and a few others have been with us for about nine ten years. 
so when we did the when we did the forest buyout, um, they uh, that whole team, you know, Cody and I, kind of excused ourselves from there as we needed to, mm-hmm. and um, and shortly thereafter, the the rest of the team decided that they could not be a part of it, and yeah, so they left, and then they came knocking on the door saying, "What are, what are you guys going to do now?" <laughs> and uh, so you know. We, Cody and I had no plans initially of going back into the market on that end of it. And um, we had always had other things going. And so that same team, we sat and said, you know, if you guys want to do it again, we will do it. But everybody has to be a part of it and a hundred percent. So we, Cody and I, over a span of about a month, 45 days, you know, kind of met and talked every day about, what we wanted to do if we wanted to run this side of it again. And then we had the meeting with, with those people and everybody said they were on board. So here we are. And That's we awesome. are, we are exceeding what we ever did in California um, with the ladder company. And we're just having fun. Just, this is, this has been, we never, like I said, we never wanted to close out that chapter with PV. We wanted that company to grow. That was our baby, and and we really, we really felt like this company was. We got, we got snowed in into it. I, that's the only way I can put it. And I've never, yeah, because it never sounds like Gelato wasn't the wasn't the exit strategy from what you're telling me. You mean no, no? Like after no, after Gelato. PV, that starting up Gelato wasn't necessarily the next thing there was in never- guys' mind. There was no, there was never, there was never a plan. And to this day, my, we walked into that meeting when we did decide to move forward again. And my son came up with the name gelato and that was it. But no, we, we had a five-year contract as, and literally retained 100% control of the company for those five years. There's a lot of stuff and it's all public record on, on earnouts and other things that, that um, took place. And, you know, we, it wasn't uh, truthfully and, and honestly, it was not the money. We, we, it was, it was the bigger picture of down the road and, you know, and just always building and, you know, legacy for, for the bigger word of, of all of that. And, you know, it's, un, it's really unfortunate. We, you know, we really, that was a hundred percent our baby. And we, we, we really figured that we had this set up so that it couldn't fail. Um, but you know, unfortunately it's sometimes it just doesn't work that way. And you know, our five years was cut down to a year and a half and just, you know, a lot of things that, you know, unfortunately when you get into the public sector, um, there's a lot of things behind the scenes and some shady and, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. What would what would you say is uh, if you could give someone, you know, a tip, a, a drop of some knowledge, being building up this empire with with PV Platinum Vapes uh, before you guys sold it off and everything, being a hundred percent self funded. How did how did you do that? What was the secret to that of not taking outside investments? You know, especially in cannabis because in cannabis, it's not a get rich scheme. You got to put a lot of hard work in and it takes money. Definitely takes money to make money in cannabis. How were you able to do what you, what you did? 
it's the same conversation that I promise as I don't even know you that well, but as you're talking about these conversations with your kids and, and whatnot, it's a very easy. And my dad was very smart about, you know, um, having that conversation with me live within your means. And it's the same, same rule of thumb in business is grow within your means. Don't be rushed. This isn't as much as they call it the green rush. There's no rush. We're so infant in this stage of cannabis throughout our nation. Um, but everybody is in this big rush to expand and, and they're getting money that is unimaginable, you know, and, and it's just build within your means. You don't need that money. You don't need that outside money. And I understand. I mean, I didn't listen. I didn't come for money. I didn't have, you know, money sitting on the table to be able to go do this. I mean, you know, we were in a different time. I understand that. But if if you're going to do it, I would if I were to look at it, you know, from a right now standpoint, I would say angel investors are probably the best if you're going to go that route, because those are the people that are really going to believe in you. Yeah. And then stay, stay your course. Don't follow that big, you know, that, that big dollar sign. It's, it's not there. It's down the road. And, and, you know, I lived a lot of years in this industry with, you know, paycheck to paycheck. And I'm not talking big paychecks either. And I owned a company that, you know, we were, when we were doing, you know, 30, $40 million a year, I was, the same. I nothing had ever changed. We put every dime back into this company, every dime. I wasn't living in a fancy house or any of that. And that's that. That my advice would be that is living within your means, hundred percent. That's just good life advice in general. With yeah, with Gelato, are you guys gonna expand like you did before? Or are you just gonna grow your current market that you have right there in California? I mean, California really, is probably one of the more saturated we, markets as it is with cannabis. So how do you maintain relevancy stand apart? Well, we, I think in this go around and my son and I, you know, had these conversations was like, yes, we are in Michigan right now and we are getting ready to launch in Missouri, but our main focus is California. And, and it's funny because other companies are leaving California. Yeah. And, um, our main focus is, is to be that saturation in, in the California market. And that's, that's what we're doing. We are, we're doing everything that we can, but we're staying within our means. We're not trying to be in seven, 800 stores, uh, you know, immediately we're, we're, we're maintaining our model throughout, throughout the market and, and making sure that we continue to give, the hands-on to every single store versus just throwing up in, in the market. Yeah. What is uh now gelato speak to me about the, the brand. What, what is, what is special about the products that you guys create? What, what is your, like I said, what sets you apart from other stuff? Fun. Fun. That's gotcha. it. I mean, you know, the, the, our, our marketing. And once again, I'm going to have said it, my son's a genius when it comes to that side of it and the sub brands that we have under this, the, the marketing is, is fun. It's, it's no longer, um, 
that when you talk about demographics, what is the demographic for fun? What, you know, how do you describe that? You take, I mean, you can't take a, a 21 year old and, and, and not have fun with that. But then what's the reason that a 75, 85 year old can't have fun with it. And we see yeah. that across the board. So when we, set the company previously and and we were looking at the demographics we did this whole thing we hired a company and they came in and they were like okay let's describe your the model person or persons and female and male and what's the demographic and it's like okay you know it's 28 to 35 and they drive a bmw and they have a dog and they live in a high rise it was like i, I was sitting in this thing going what the hell are we doing yeah I, and th- and that's what everybody was doing. I said, this is this is the dumbest thing ever. So now we're only appealing to, you know, our company is only going to appeal to a 28 to 35 year old and they're driving a BMW. Literally, that's yeah. what we did. And we wow. described this and the female, she shops, you know, at Nordstrom and the male shops here. And, and this is a close. We literally took these two people and we made characters out of them. We gave them names. And everything that they did, and in the end, I said, "This isn't who. This isn't who we appeal to." But you know that we spent probably. We've always done pretty well as far as trying to make sure that we're not spending money frivolously. That was one of the dumbest things we ever did, honestly. <laughs> and it was—I don't remember the number, but it was—it was—it was a dumb number that we put out to this company to do this. And in the end, we said. What is what happened here? What did we pigeonhole ourselves into a guy driving a BMW living in a high rise with a with I think at that time it like the dog we even had the brand of the dog. Like oh the, my god! Shit I ever, but you know that at that time everybody was venturing into cannabis and they were like trying to make this as if you were uh, you know like a clothing company or whatever. So yeah, yeah no we so this time. It's just so how fun. did you approach it, it? Um, as far as the gelato? Yeah. How did you approach with gelato? You, you, you hired these people and they threw all that out the window. So how did you approach oh, no, no, it? No, no, we didn't. We, no, that was with PV. With oh, that was company. with PV. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. This was early on with TV. No, with this oh, company, we literally, okay. the 12 of us all got together. My son was like, Oh, we're going to call it gelato. Okay. That sounds fun. That sounds good. What do we want it to be? And everybody was just fun. Let's just have fun with it. Okay. That, what does that, what does that look like? And it's like, why did I ask that question? I, what does fun look like? Well, we can, we can show you what fun. And that's just it in cannabis. Let's just have fun with it. Like, it's like, we're out of the closet. We're not, we're not having to um, hide behind the, you know, the, the, the doors with no names on them or any of that. Right. We're licensed. We're, right. you know, it's like, let's just let people have fun with it. And, and that's it. So we, if you're ever at our office, it's like a Willy Wonka. We got candy on the walls and uh, the floors are all, it's just, it's just a fun place. And then our store literally is like a Willy Wonka store. And, um, we just have fun and that's it. There's, there's no other way around it. The dark black and gold. And as we were previously, those are, those days are done for us. And you guys said now you are you are going into Michigan with with gelato. We are still. in Michigan currently. You are in Michigan. Yes, we 
Yep, and we are just almost ready to launch. When are we launching in Missouri, Cody? There, within 30 days. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. Are you guys ever yeah. going to come over into the uh, Nevada or Arizona market? We, um, yes, we are getting ready to work with, uh, with a company in Arizona that was going to be one of our meetings this week out there, but, uh, that got post postponed. We will be, we'll be there at resort world this weekend. Um, but yes, or awesome. Vegas, sorry. Awesome. Yep. Now there's a lot of with the uh, new cannabis lounges and stuff going on. There's a lot of new stuff happening here in Vegas. It's it's exciting, exciting to see. Yeah, we were that was that was always our plan. We were just getting ready to launch in Arizona, the previous company, and Nevada. Um, and that you know later on did take place, but yeah. nonetheless, we're excited about that. But once again, we're not. There's no fast move on us either. So. For, for, uh, not in a rush, but no, it's happening. Sure. Yep. Good, man. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And I would love to maybe sometime, if since we're not too far apart, you're ever out in uh, Vegas sometime. Unfortunately, I'll be busy this weekend and gone. I'm, I'm actually going to be heading out to Arizona for some for some work for a week. But should catch up sometime. We uh, actually have uh, one of those licenses for a cannabis consumption lounge here in Las Vegas. Um, Oh really? Yeah, the uh, the owner. Uh, we we applied for it uh, last year. Um, we we were able to get it. We got awarded it, and so we're going through that process. And man, there's just there's so much to learn. This is our first step into the into this side of the cannabis business, and my first step into this uh, legal side of it. And we've done some other things. I would I would absolutely too. love to. And if there's any any way that that you know that we can help or you know in in just in having conversations whatever i'm always open absolutely we we live and breathe this and and it, once again i mean it's great because we cover all facets of it and having having our our family involved and mm-hmm. and whatnot um it's uh yeah i would absolutely anytime if you're ever awesome. if you're ever in san diego yeah um absolutely send me a text or you know this is my cell phone number okay. or actually we're on a zoom call but I, I think i called you on my on my cell um they uh anytime you're in san diego i'd love to have you it's, it's always it's always fun to have people check out our our, our stuff over here it's kind of a yeah i was reading about your uh i was reading about the store uh like you said it does it sounds like uh it sounds like a, a willy wonka factory i think it's so it's so much fun we'll be so we're doing our last bites. We we just launched at Hall of Flowers. I don't know if he's were you at Hall of Flowers? I was not, but I did read about it. Your your after dark party, like you were talking about at the beginning, and I, I I was not able to go, but I did I did read about it. Yeah, so we launched our last bites, which are the you know the end of the cone. If you've mm-hmm. ever had the drum drumstick, so we we've uh, now that's that's an edible that we are manufacturing here at this facility. Um, and, uh, it's just gone absolutely insane. We sold out, we, we, we anticipated, but we weren't even close on, we sold everything out in, I think our head of sales said less than a day. Oh, wow. I imagine I've had, I've had a a product similar to that, um, 
but on the hemp side of things, I tested something I was caught from Packwoods from a company on Cali and amazing. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. And so when I saw that you guys did that, I was, that's why I was asking if you're going to be coming out here anytime soon, I'm just gonna have to make a trip out to Cali so I can get some of those. Cause those are delicious. Oh, I'm sure. They'd be amazing. I can, uh, I, I mean, I don't know where, where, if there's a way to leave them off, but like I said, I can, I could bring some out with me. Um, when I come out this weekend, um, yeah. If you have if you have a spot that, I mean, it's my personal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We can so, connect. We can connect offline. I got your cell phone number. I'll shoot, shoot you a text for my cell phone number. Yeah, we can connect and and make something. Yeah, happen. do that. You know, you know, I like. Uh, I like I said, just great talking to you. I definitely want to connect in the future. I'd love for you to meet the uh, the owner of the companies that I work for and, and my partner. He's I think you guys would get along great. He's doing the things the same way. Um, he's very family oriented. He's brought a lot of us in and, uh, and he has some of his childhood friends that he's brought in. We're all, we all run it like a family self-funded. He has several other enterprises that he's taken no outside investment on. And, you know, we just, it allows you to keep your vision and your, your goals and, and take care of the people you want, you want to the way you want to. And yes. I like that. You said that was a hundred percent it. We, we don't have to have board meetings. It's myself and my son yeah. when it comes to, you know, ultimate decisions, but we sit at our table with our group and we all, we all go through this stuff together. And, um, yeah, that, that's probably the biggest benefit is that we don't, it doesn't take us, you know, three weeks and a, and a couple board meetings to get something through. We do it in about five minutes. Yep. Um, that's a, I think that's a good thing about companies like this. Last question for you, man, before we go, do you smoke? What's your, what's your go-to? Son, what's your, what, what your son? No, I know. Maybe you said your son doesn't, but what's your, what's your go-to? Are you a, are you a concentrate wax no. type of guy? Are you a flower? No, no, no. <laughs> as much as we do really well and we have really good, uh, concentrates. Um, no, that's not, I, that's rocket fuel to me. I, yep. I like to stay down. I like to stay down with, I love just good solid flour, you know, Same. and, doesn't have to be anything. I'm not a, I'm not a super potent person. I don't look at the numbers. I look at the, 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 the strain and the, and the, the flavor and mm-hmm. there's nothing, you know, that, uh, as anybody doesn't do too much these days, but you know, the bongs and, and good pre-rolls, our lollies are amazing. They're yep. absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, the peach rings, are probably to me the best, but I mean, and once again, I mean, we, it, it shows, it shows in the market, but just good flour. Good flour. Yeah. Good, I agree, man. A, a, a good pre-roll, the, the old days of, of, you know, grinding up some really good flour and putting it in a, in a, in a pre-roll or rolling your own. Like that's, yep. that to me, but you know, then I got people here that they love to dab and, dab on top of dab and whatever else <laughs> yeah i can't do that man. i don't know how i don't know how much further you can get in the high zone my wife loves our edibles um i'm not an edible person i do edibles only at night for sleep um mm-hmm. but i'm otherwise i'm not an edible person if i am it's you know i'm a one shot 10 gram 10 milligram that's it other than that, I just this flour. I guess it's old school. I don't know, boring. But. No, I don't think it's boring, man. I love flour. I'm the same way. I don't care about the constant, the the supposed percentage, just the strain, the terpenes. 
give give me my uh, my straight beaker tube and let me grind it up and throw it in the bowl and I'm good to go, man. That's all I need. Uh, nothing like a a triple chamber ice bong. That's right. And yep, yep. and then trying to get that thing to clear. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. some good flour <laughs> will do the same thing that a dab hit will do for you. You just got to find the right flour. That's all I'm saying. I, and I believe that to be true, a hundred percent. And it's it's not the it's not the most potent THC value on nope. flour either. It's not a combination of, of a lot of those things. But yeah, agree. Well, good talking with you today. If you ever if you ever make it over here, we got plenty of that here too. Awesome, man. I, I will make it a point to you. Take care, George, and uh. I'll catch you some other time. I'll hit you up. Thanks, you for, got thanks for being here today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.